This time on Past Deadline, this week's news in 60 seconds, and a conversation with sports editor Austin Chastain on expectations for this year's football season. I'm your host, podcast editor Ben Ackley, and this is Past Deadline, your behind-the-scenes look at Central Michigan life. Here's this week's news in 60 seconds. The Presentation Skills Center closed this semester due to declining enrollment. At the center, students could meet with speech consultants to prepare speeches and work on writing. The center was funded through the Communications Department and the College of the Arts and Media. Former Director Danny McCorder Jr. said there just wasn't enough money to keep the center around. Special Olympics Michigan is holding its annual CMU Homecoming 5K fundraiser online this year to raise money for its athletes. Participants can run or walk a 5K anywhere in the community. Afterwards, they can send in their time and a photo of themselves in CMU gear. There will be awards for the fastest man and woman finishers, as well as the top 40 and up man and woman finishers, top CMU student finisher, and youngest runner. In a not-so-spooky update, in compliance with the CDC and CMDHD, Mount Pleasant has decided not to host the Pumpkin Promenade this year. In the past, the event has been one in which kids 12 and under could trick-or-treat from local businesses downtown. In a further note, trick-or-treating is set for Halloween night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and costume masks do not substitute for cloth face masks. Up next, we talk to sports editor Austin Chastain about this year's belated and shortened football season. I'm here with sports editor Austin Chastain to talk a little bit about this year's belated and shortened football season. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Austin. Hey, thanks for having me, Ben. I'm really excited. Of course. Um, So we're kind of going to be doing a little rundown first off of sort of what's in the issue, just sort of distilling that for y'all. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how things are going to be different for Austin and his staff this season. Um, So Austin... What should what which of these games we got six games in the regular season? Which of these games should we be looking out for? What's going to be exciting? Well, I think one of the more exciting games that students and fans should keep an eye out for is November eighteenth against Western Michigan. It's a home game. It's a it's going to be a little bit different. No no fans in the stands for any of these six games. Um, but this November eighteenth game against Western Michigan, it's it's the rivalry game. It's, it's the one game every year that, I mean, if, if you go, if you, if you only win one game each year, this is the one that you want to win. Um, and the fact that it's supposedly going to be here in Mount Pleasant. Um, it was supposed to be in Detroit going to be back here in Mount Pleasant. There's some contract stuff that we'll dig into later, but, um, that's going to be the, one of the really exciting games. Um, and I don't know if this is where we're, we were going next, but I think one of the make or break games of the season is going to be the, the season finale, uh, December 12th at Toledo. Toledo has been not just a thorn, but like almost like a dagger in CMU's side within the last decade. Cause I mean, last season CMU got its first win over Toledo in 10 years. So um, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those rivalries in the division that you that you kind of um, have to always keep your eye out for, and especially at home, Toledo's 
quite tenacious. So that's that's one game that everybody needs to keep circled. Okay. So I feel like we got a little bit out ahead of ourselves. Austin, if you can do me a favor and just explain what's happening with this season. How did we get here? What's going on with this this season's schedule versus other season's schedules? Sure. So back in August, the Mid-American Conference was the first football bowl subdivision conference. So there's there's 10. There's 10 FBS conferences, right? And the MAC was the first one to postpone the football season and say, we're going to try to play in the spring. A couple of other conferences followed, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the Mountain West. Those, those conferences followed. And the other six conferences within the FBS said, nope, we're still going to try to play in the fall. Okay. A um, couple of weeks later, we're closing in on the end of September, beginning of October. Um, the Big Ten announced that it would be, it was going to play a football season starting on October 24th. Then the Pac-12 and the Mountain West both announced plans to play a football season this fall that left the Mac as the last FBS conference to not have any plans for a fall, fall football season. And after the big 10 made its announcement, the Mac came out and said, we have no plans for a fall fall season. We're still trying to examine a uh, spring season. And just a couple of days later, the Mac makes an announcement that it's going to have a six game football season. And within those, within those six games, each team will play the other five teams in the division. So CMU is in the, the MAC West division. Um, CMU won the MAC West division last, last football season. Um, so the, the, the five divisional games that CMU is going to play is Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Ball State, Toledo, and Northern Illinois. Um, and then the one cro- there's one cross division game. So one team from the Mac East, it, well, is going to play. It, that's how, that's how it's going to work out for all 12 teams within the conference is you play one cross division game and the cross division game that CMU is going to play is the season opener November 4th against Ohio here in Mount Pleasant. Um, and how this differs really from uh, a typical season, there's actually 12 games. So you're playing exactly half of a typical schedule. Um, the season typically begins uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, we, I don't think CMU starts any time before that. They don't have any, yeah, they don't start before that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you're playing exactly half the season and it's literally your divisional counterparts, if you will, your divisional rivals, and then one cross-division team. And then all that, all that culminates with the MAC championship game on December 18th in Detroit. And the, the two teams that will play in that are the winners out of the MAC West and the MAC East. Like I said, CMU won the MAC West last year and played in that MAC, MAC championship game, lost a heartbreaker to Miami of Ohio. But um, yeah, that, I think that that pretty much covers it. And then we'll see what happens with a bowl game. It there might be there might be a bowl game. There might not be. It just kind of depends on what the numbers say. Okay. So to stay on the field just a little bit more, what 
what players do you think we should be looking out for this season? Well, you definitely need to keep an eye out for senior quarterback David Moore. Um, he was he was suspended last year for just one one calendar year. Uh, he tested positive for uh, a banned substance with the NCAA. It's it it came out to be like a, a nutritional supplement, and there, it, apparently that's a the ingredients within that supplement are, are no no <laughs> in terms of the NCAA rules. Uh, but he he should be back. He should be the starting quarterback. Um, he I mean he he was very efficient last year. Um, so when he if if and when he's able to play, he's he's going to be the guy. Um, wide receivers, uh, Khalil Pimpleton, Corey Sullivan, both really left their mark in the second half of the season last year. They're going to be the two guys out out catching all all the passes pretty much. Uh, Tyrone Scott is another guy to keep an eye out for. He's another wide receiver. Uh, running back, you need to keep your eye out on Co- for Kobe Lewis. He rushed for a thousand yards last year, which in terms of rushing, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and he and Jonathan Ward, a graduate last year, um, or a graduate from last year, I should say. Um, both rushed for a thousand yards, which has never been done in CMU history. So um, the efficiency that, that Kobe Lewis brings, it's going to bring a, a really balanced attack. So they're going to be able to, to throw the ball really well and run the ball really well offensively. Uh, defensively, you need to keep an eye out for linebacker, Troy Brown. He's a junior. He is kind of, he's going to be the leader of the defense and um, and, and he, I mean, he, he made so many impact plays last year. Um, some other guys to keep an eye out for, uh, Robbie Stewart on the defensive line, uh, Brian Edwards in the secondary, uh, he's a, uh, I guess, defensive back, however you want to say it. Hmm. Um, he is a transfer from Florida. He was not able to play last year due to the transfer rules. Um, but he, he made a he made a couple of impact plays at Florida, which is in the Southeastern Conference and one of the one of the big schools. So him him coming to CMU and I mean he he should he should be a day one starter in the defensive backfield. So he's he's going to be one of the guys to keep an eye out for as well. Okay, cool. So here on the show, as you well know, we talk about. Uh, we talk about the news, we talk about what's going on in this week's issue, and this week's issue is jam-packed with football stuff. If you're into that at all, go pick it up somewhere, check it out. It's just some really great coverage and lots of great work from you and your guys and gals. Um, but what we also cover is what we do here at the paper, and what I want to talk to you about now is how covering football has been in the past versus how you think it's going to be now, because there really is nothing concrete at the moment. But I, w- I want to get sort of how you think it's going to be now and maybe what you're excited about and what you're not so excited about. Well, in years past, um, so so I covered I covered the team last year as part of our, our very deep coverage team. Uh, but it, it was it was it was it was it was different because there was a lot of running around. There was a lot of, um, you know, getting a lot of running around. There was a lot of, a lot of traveling involved, which I mean, was, was one of the, one of my favorite parts of, of the year last year. Um, but 
you know, how a typical game day would go for, for us, for, for, for myself, our guys and gals at CM life is we get to, we get into the press box. We cover the game. The game goes, however it goes. And then we hightail it from the press box in Kelly short stadium down like three or four flights of stairs and then sprint over to the IAC or what I guess now is they're going to would they would do it in the Chippewa Champion Center. Uh, but anyway, we, we sprint to whichever building we got to go to to go talk to uh, Jim McElwain and, and whichever players are provided for the postgame press conference. And then we go back up to the press box or we just go home and, and, and do our work how I think that's going to be different this year. And I've already been told that it is going to be a little bit different is all the, the, the press conference is actually going to take place via WebEx. So we're not going to have to, we're not going to have to hightail it from the press box to some random room, like a couple hundred feet away. And that's <laughs> trying to get through a couple thousand people to get to where we got to be in a hurry. Yeah. It, it's, it's rough. Um, so that's 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 going to be a lot better for for my legs because they're they, I don't think they can handle that this year. But um, but yeah, in in terms of what game day might look like for for us um, this year, uh, I mean obviously they're I think they're going to try to keep us keep us distant. So what we would normally do is we normally sit as a as a group right next to each other. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that this year. We might be able to. I'm not sure. Um, and then, like I said, the press conferences are all going to be online and stuff like that. Um, and in terms of traveling across, you know, the conference, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that. I would hope that we're able to, but I mean, I, I get it if we're not able to, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just really excited to get it going. <laughs> Good. Um, so we have literally an entire issue full of football stuff. And the big question I'd want to ask you about that is what in this do you really want people to look at? Like if there was, you know, one spread of two pages that you could tell people, hey, go here and read this, what would you tell them? Would it be the, the big center spread? Would it be your predictions with Christian? What would that be? Man, I'm torn right between those two um, because Christian did uh, – staff reporter Christian Boer did a phenomenal job with the center spread, the, the pages right in the middle of the paper. Um, our design team did a great job with that as well. And, man, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I, I want people to go read our predictions as well. Um, but if I were, if I were to t- say to somebody, you, this is, these are the pages you need to go read, that's – that's going to be the the um, center spread. The headline, I think, is Mac football is back. Um, just the design work on it is is immaculate, and the the actual copy, the actual story itself, is is incredibly written. So, yeah, that, I think that's the that's the one story that I think people need to go read, and it gives you a lot of good information as to what uh, Coach Jim McElwain is saying about his team. All right, excellent. So just to cap us off here, um, we're on past deadline right now. This is one of three, soon to be four, uh, CM Life podcasts. 
and you are the host of another CM Life podcast. And I just want you to talk for a second about that show, what it is, what you do there, maybe plans you have upcoming. Try to try to pitch Maroon and Bold to us, basically. Oh, man. So Maroon and Bold is the CMU sports show, if you will. We, we used to have a, a pro and college, like national college sports show in, in unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, but Maroon and Bold, I think, it, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, Christian, Christian and I go on each week and, and talk about what's going on in, in the CMU community in terms of sports. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, we, we did a little series uh, called the Hall of Fame series where uh, we laid out our, our, favorites, our favorite moments in CMU history, the best players and the best coaches. Um, so that was, that was, you know, we, we try to find, we try to find fun things to, to talk about each week. Um, and, you know, we have some ideas uh, coming forward. I, I'm not sure if uh, I want to get too far into it and spoil it for everybody, but uh, with, with the football season, you know, there's a lot of analysis that we're, we're going to bring, um, you know, sure it's a six game sprint, but there's still plenty to pack into it. Hmm. So uh yeah, and, and of course, you know, we like I said, we 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 talk, we just we basically just go on there and and just kind of shoot the breeze about about CMU sports and um, you know sometimes we might talk talk a little bit crap of crap back and forth, but you know that's kind of what we do. So it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to to go on recorded each week, and it's a lot of fun to uh, to listen back to it every week. So, you know, I always listen back to it, make sure you know we're sounding all right and. Um, you know, the quality is good and whatnot. It always is. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it, like I say, it's just a lot of fun. Excellent. So, yeah, if you're looking for more stuff like this, more stuff like in this week's issue, you can check out Maroon and Bold almost every week um, and get a lot more of this, a lot more of Austin and more of Christian as well. Um, Austin, can you just, where can people find you on social media? Where can they find the sports here on social media? So, We'll start on Twitter. You can find us at CM Life Sports on Twitter. Okay. And then you can find me at Chastain AJ. You can find Christian at Seaboer underscore. And then, um, you know, we are ha- a full team of reporters are scattered throughout the CM Life Sports uh, Twitter feed. Um, yeah. And then, of course, we're always we're always active on, on Facebook as well, uh, just through our main social media. Or- main cm life channel um we you know we we post live videos uh from each each game each week and we we also throw out some some video content on our twitter feed as well so uh you know again just more analysis stuff like that but um yeah we're that's where you can find us uh specifically on social media awesome so Again, I just want to thank you so much for coming on here. It does me a lot of good. It does all these people a lot of good so they can learn a little more. They can be pushed towards the podcasts and towards this issue. Thanks so much for coming on, Austin. Hey, thanks for, thanks for a ton for having me on, Ben. I really appreciate it. And uh, folks, I hope you're really excited for football season. I, I know I am. Yeah. All right. Fire up chips, and I will see you later, man. Sounds good, Ben. See ya. You've been listening to Past Deadline, 
a production of the CM Life Podcast Division. Every story referenced in this episode can be found at our website, cm-life.com. To keep up with us, follow us on social media at Central Michigan Life on Instagram, at CM Life on Twitter, or like and follow the Central Michigan Life Facebook page. I've been your host, podcast editor Ben Ackley, and this has been Past Deadline. Until next week, so long and stay informed.